This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Just starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoylet's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo Zamora! Unbelievable! From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has surely scored another. Hello and welcome to another episode of the W12 podcast. Um, I'm Ben. Um, thank you for listening and joining in. We thought we would just get a bit of a get together going, I guess, pre season part two. Um, chat everything that's been going on at QPR, which is obviously a lot. Um, chat free pre-season, and we've got George Thomas joining us, um, which will be really interesting to see what he's got to say on last season. See if we can get get anything else out of him that we didn't already know, maybe. Um, and chat through Germany and how he feels it's going on the bill, and maybe chat a bit next season. So we'll look forward to that. But first, who have we got on today? We have Duncan. Welcome back, mate. I say welcome Hi, mate. back. You've been on every episode, but... Hi, mate. I need a break. I need to go have a holiday, I think. I need to go to Germany. Um, I'm, <laughs> it's good to be back on. Like, it feels weird kind of doing a pre-season one again because we haven't done these really before. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to speaking to George Thomas. That would be hopefully insightful and we'll find out what actually goes on on a pre-season tour be interesting we've also got bradley missed the last one mate welcome back actually welcome back how you doing boys great to be back on looking forward to this episode with george and yeah it's happened- good to see your faces again what happened to the curly noodle hair mate oh mark Halsey <laughs> absolutely ripped me mate so it had to go yeah that too didn't it that's it right well we're joined by george thomas he's just joined us the main man how are you george yeah, not too bad. Thanks. How is everyone? Really, really good. Really, really good. hot here, mate. You're missing hot weather back here. Um, <laughs> it happened to me in the summer as well. I went away to Portugal and I missed the hottest day in the year in England. <laughs> really? <laughs> 30 degrees in London and it's raining over here yesterday. Isn't it? <laughs> it, looks like you're having, it looks like you're having a whale of a time over there. I was just going to say pre-season. Every time it's, I see a video, you golf, you, you swim in. You played chase or something, I saw. I it's, it's, uh, it's been good fun so far. I wouldn't call it swimming. There's a few drowners in there as well. 
I'm actually not allowed to go in there. I'm too small. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a health, it's a health and safety issue. <laughs> Brad has that. He can't swim, so he's not he's not allowed in the pool either, mate. Oh yeah. No, I'm not unless I put my armbands on. <laughs> <laughs> I need more than armbands. I need a life raft. <laughs> George, I, we'll, we'll chat about pre-season a bit later on. I just wanted to sort of go on to last season, and obviously we know what happened. Um, I just wondered what your reflection was from a personal perspective. Obviously, you know, starting games didn't come until later on in the season. Um, and the minutes was not, not great, but I just wondered what your view was of your particular season. Um, yeah, it was a, it was frustrating throughout, um, but obviously it was a it was a, obviously we started the season very strongly. I mean, it was great. I thought the squad we had it was a really good squad, no bad eggs, and we had loads of talented players, and we started really strongly, and it was a good place to be around. Like training was competitive. The games were getting good results with some good performances, so it was a good place to be. Obviously, I wanted to play some uh, more football, but um, it wasn't so. Um, but then again, towards the end of the season, I started training really well, um, and then I started a few games, um, and I, I thought I was I was doing okay. I just was missing a little bit of end product, but uh, I've started this pre-season pretty well, so we'll see what happens. And obviously, from a team perspective, we know what happened. I mean, can you put your finger on what happened? Um, you know, where, where, obviously, where it went wrong, I guess. And, and, and was there any factors that stood out for you? Um, there's, there's plenty of things. I mean, we could we can sit back and pick bits of where it went wrong and what happened. But um, all we can do now is obviously learn from a few of the mistakes we maybe made. And uh, hopefully we can, it puts us in good stead for the season coming up and we can put those wrongs right. Warburton, what, what was your relationship with Warburton? He seemed to really like you every time I saw saw anything when he spoke about you. But I mean, did you have a close relationship with him? Or it must have been difficult being left out a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's never nice, um, obviously, being a footballer and not playing as much as you'd maybe like. Uh, but again, he was uh, he was always honest. Uh, and they just, <laughs> I've got these lot laughing their heads off next to me. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it, yeah, it, the relationship was fine. I mean, um, obviously, I wanted to play some more football. But again, I had to earn the right as well. We had a very good squad, lots of talented players. So he was going to pick the team that he thought was best to win games and uh, get us up the table. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was it, really. When, when you, I, saw, I looked at your load of stats over the last week and I noticed that sort of 70% of your minutes came towards the end and you were playing quite regularly at the end. How much of a different for difficult this was that for you compared to the, the whole sort of seven months before and all of a sudden you're playing sort of month, Saturday, Tuesday for a, sort of a month or two? Um, well, it, it, felt, it felt good. I mean, it felt like I was starting to do what I want. I started playing football, which is what I wanted. Um, uh, obviously, it was what I wanted to do from the start of the season, uh, but uh, it was it was, again. I thought I did okay towards the end. Obviously, missing one or two little bits, but I'll, I'll learn from that and hopefully I can uh, start this season good. George, just getting on to um, pre-season now. How grueling has um, the camp so far been compared to previous years at QPR? Uh, it's been it's been tough. 
but it's, yeah. it's also been good fun. We've had a, a lot of information given to us the first three weeks, uh, and it's a good group of a uh, good group of lads and a good group of players who uh, taken the information really well, and everyone wants to learn and get better together. So it's been really productive so far, and I'm looking forward to see what the next few weeks uh, have. Got a bit more work to do, and then hopefully we'll be in a good strong shape. Yeah, is there as much running as obviously it's made out? But like, like media put up like pictures of like players on their backs, like can't breathe, being sick and stuff. Is there as much running that goes on as that, or is it generally uh, more tactical? Yeah. It, it's uh, it's been tough. We've been getting a lot of tactical work in there and technical work, but yeah, there's been a couple of afternoons where some people have been regretting the amount they've eaten at lunch. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's been tough. Uh, but again, it's been good. I mean, hopefully we'll be better for it. But yeah, there's been those afternoons where we have been put to our paces a little bit. Yeah. Well, my next question is a bit long-winded, so I'll see to explain it to you. Obviously, we're a big fan of um, Peter Crouch, of the ex-QPR striker, and his podcast. And on that, they talk about um, a certain player in the group that's parched. I don't know if you listen to Peter Crouch's podcast at all. And um, parched player is a lad who, during pre-season... Doesn't go enough like drinks, drinks breaks with everybody else, but he's there talking to the manager, talking to the coaches, and just kind of get like that little bit of extra info out rather than going and just having a drink with the lads. Um, so who's parched? Can at QPR? we repeat that? We uh... so who's parched at QPR? Oh, who can I batter here? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? There's, oh, I can't say no one, can I? I can't say no one. You've got to say someone. There's definitely someone in the group, isn't there? Do you know what? He absolutely battered me yesterday on social media. Ilias Chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whenever he gets a minute, he, he got called the assistant coach today. Did he? <laughs> That's definitely yeah. past That's like behaviour. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'll say about it, but yeah. Him. <laughs> And any other question you ask about something like that, I'm going to say him. <laughs> With a quick pre-season quick-fire quiz. For you, I'll be, you know, a bit of a laugh and joking out. But biggest joker on the camp. Yeah, okay. Stefan said me, so I'll, 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 take, I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Lyndon Dykes. Lyndon Dykes. Yeah. Oh, serious. You know, he is. He's, come, he's miles off it, but he's good fun. <laughs> Most serious player on camp? Stefan Johansson. <laughs> honestly, see that. some of the see looks that. he's given me this pre-season, honestly. <laughs> I just want to have a bit of a laugh or a joke sometimes and he just gives me death stares. It's quite scary, actually. <laughs> Name me one funny moment which has happened in camp that's going to stick with you. Oh my life, we played golf yesterday and I've nearly died. <laughs> Oz was there to see it as well. Honestly, I'm playing with Fieldy. I'm in my buggy looking for my ball, not quite in the fairway. Uh, and he's hitting his ball, but I'm not looking. I'm trying to find my ball. And then next thing I know, no force out or anything. The ball has bounced just in front of the car and come straight past my face in between me and Kat. And it's gone. <laughs> Honestly, I was. Who's the best at golf? You, George? Well, <laughs> I, I see you like it. <laughs> on social media. I don't, if you heard that, 
ignore that. We can edit that out. Not the worst <laughs> dressed at all. <laughs> we, we, we had that on the, the last podcast. We had in his chair and he said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, he did, didn't he? He said George <laughs> Thomas. The worst I think dressed. I remember saying that, actually, yeah. Uh, I'm not the worst. I've got some good golf clubber. Some very good golf clubber. Uh, no, we've got, we've got a really good golf group. Uh, it's quite a good standard. It's good fun. Least thing you like about pre-season? Uh, Lyndon just walked by there, so I'm sorry about that. He's, he's trying to say he's the best dressed at golf. <laughs> and you saw the pictures yesterday, I, he wore a better hat. I see Lyndon Dykes, that hat he had on, doing yeah, him no favours. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand why he wore it. His barnet is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> least, least thing you like about pre-season? Yeah, everyone just says running, doesn't they? But that's boring. Um, worst thing I love. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll just say running. No one likes to do it. When you've got a session and uh, it's, you haven't got the balls out and you're just there running. I mean, you need to do it, but obviously no one likes doing it. In the heat as well. Play, players we have there at camp now, who's your top goal scorer this season? <sighs> There's a few people looking at me, so I don't really want to say. <laughs> Lyndon Dykes. <laughs> you're, so you're Mick Bill now, yeah? You've got five-a-side game tomorrow. Using the players from camp, who are you picking? You've got to have a goalie as well. Uh, goalie, Senny. Uh, then I'd have... Who would I have at the back? That's, I'm not saying you. I like, no, you know what? I'll have Bob Dickey. He scored an absolute screamer today in training from the back. He likes stepping in. I'll have Bob at the back. And then I've got three more left. You need playmakers. Obviously, can't say myself. Well, I would. I'll be captain. <laughs> um, <laughs> player manager. <laughs> yeah, you, you, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on the side. <laughs> no jokes. Uh, I'd have... Well, I'd have Chris and Elias. Yeah. I'd have them on the opposite sides of each other or they'll just go and play with each other and do their own thing. Yeah. Um, I no, I'm not putting you in the team, Lyndon. <laughs> uh, Striker. Who's getting your goals? Who's going to get you I'm the goals? Put, I'm putting, I'm putting Dozer in there. I refuse to put Steph in there. So I'll have, I'll have Dozer in there. He's good with his feet. Yeah. Lovely left foot, yeah. I think that's my father's side thing. And my last one, gaffers give you a night out in Germany. What two are you taking out with you and why? I'm taking... I'm taking Jimmy Dunn. He's a... Yeah. I'll take Jimmy and... I'll take Steph. He can pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone says Jimmy. Everyone says taking Jimmy on a night out, yeah. Well, at least what, what, makes right. Jimmy, what makes Jimmy so, so special? Saying that makes me regret saying him. <laughs> at least you'll be all right if it kicks off with Jimmy there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. If I'm going to start with someone, I'll make sure he's standing next to me. All right, uh, George, me and Brad um, were lucky enough to go to the kit reveal um, last week. And we had a little um, quick chat with Mick Bill. And we asked him who'd impressed him during pre-season so far. And he said you. So, 
he, he told us George Thomas is one to look out for. Yeah. How does that make you feel? It's, it's nice to hear. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to say, ah, no, I'm not going to say that. No, no, I'm, uh, yeah, no, it's good. To, I've, I've, uh, I've come back pretty fit. I'm in decent shape. Um, so hopefully I can <laughs> see. I'm getting a few smiles and laughs at the decent shape part, which <laughs> I'm starting to think we should have done this in like a more private area, to be honest. Uh, but no, I have, I have come back in decent shape. I have. Uh, I'm feeling pretty fit. I'm feeling good. Uh, so hopefully I can just uh, keep it going. And uh, well, in the last few games of pre-season, maybe get a goal or something to get me going. And then I'm looking forward to the start of the season. But who it hasn't gets, come back? Who gets to model the kits? Who, who, who gets to pick the kits? Who models the kits? Would you, you know, like, it, it, honestly, it, they must have lost my number. <laughs> I say, I'd be fuming. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, was that a hat or did someone pick it? Is it I don't, uh, no, I don't, I don't know what happened actually. Was. Why was I not there? No, not going to tell me. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, to be fair, I'm having the kits massively this year. I thought last year the, that um, the away kit last year was one of my favourites ever, but I think this year it's tops it. Yeah, yeah it looks good. It looks very good. You know, but going into the new season, then George, if there's one part of your game that you're looking to improve, what you know, what would it be? I'm getting some goals and assists. Have, have you set yourself a target? Uh, I've set myself, yeah, I've set myself individual targets um, and stuff like that. Uh, not in terms of like, goals and assists, really. I've got an idea in my head of what I want, where I want to be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it 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 just depends on how well how it starts and uh, what happens. But I've I've got an idea of where I want to be, and I'm on my way to getting there. So hopefully, I can uh, achieve what I want to. And then obviously, it helps the team to achieve what we all want to do as a team. It's a good bunch of lads, and hopefully, we can get to where we want to be. Yeah, so obviously we're going into the new season with a um, different formation, uh, looks of it. How is the players and yourself adapting to that? You know, is, is it going well? I see in pre-season it's working and it's going well. How, how is it all feeling? Uh, no, it's, it's feeling good. As I said, we've had uh, a lot of information uh, the first couple of weeks and we're still learning and we're, we're trying to implement what the manager wants us to do. Uh, and there's still a, a little bit to go, but... The, the group are taking on board everything that we've heard and it's uh, we're starting to see some results and it's uh, it's been good so far and I'm, I'm really looking forward to after the next couple of weeks where, what's going to happen at the start of the season. Uh, George, of the new lads that have come in, who's impressed you the most in training? Uh, all of them. I mean, I've uh, I've been with uh, Tyler before, uh, with Wales. Obviously, I've, uh, I've known him before. He's been annoying me for years so that's continued <laughs> um, and obviously uh kenny kenny's come in and he's a really tidy player he's got a lovely left foot and he's been energetic and he gets up and down and he's been really good and obviously jake as well get on well with jake and uh, again he's another one who's played at this level for quite a few seasons and he can really add something to the team on the left-hand side, stepping in and using that left foot, but also doing the things he has to do defensively. So I think as a whole, it's been uh, the new lads have come in and really done well. Is there any of the youngsters or, or anyone maybe even last season that's come in and looks a bit more hungry or, or sort of impressed you in training? I think every, oh, it's, it's a boring answer, but I think everyone's come back in good shape and everyone is sort of um, 
obviously wanting to impress a new manager and wanting to be in this team because they know it's 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 a good squad. Uh, so obviously some of the young boys that are uh, that are playing at the minute as well, like Aaron Drew, Stevie Dean McKenna, Charlie Owens, all of those, um, they've all done really well. Uh, I mean, Aaron started the other day and uh, I thought he did really well at right back. And uh, everyone, everyone's been training well. There's been there's been no one sort of off it or anything like that. Everyone's been up to up to scratch. So it's uh, it's been a really good start. I bet you don't want that to end, do you? In Germany, I bet you want it to go on for a bit longer. I've I've really enjoyed Germany. It's been really good. I mean, it's it's been nice, especially with the new signings as well. Obviously, everyone's spending more time as together as they would if we're back home. So it's been really good, and the team morale is uh, is high at the minute. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm I'm ready for my own bed in a couple. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it feels like we've been here a while. Uh, but no, I've really enjoyed it. It's been really good. I think that everyone's enjoyed it. Has, has um, Mick given like the team any kind of targets for the season coming forward, like going forward, or has that not been discussed yet? Uh, not 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 so much yet. I mean, we're just trying to implement um, obviously the way of playing. Uh, what he wants us to do in and out possession and working on that at the minute. And uh, but everyone sort of knows where or whereabouts or what we want to do. Uh, it's just we're on the beginning of this journey now, and hopefully we can sort of start strongly and see where it takes us. Well, I was just going to pick up on something Bradley said about the formation change. It looks like there's maybe a slight change to formation. Do you see your Position in that formation because I noticed at Crawley you, were, you seemed like you were in a bit of a different, more of a number eight role. But I didn't, wasn't quite sure. But do you see yourself in a different, fitting in differently? Um, I mean, we've we've uh, we've tried a couple of formations and different ways of playing, and the type of player that I am, uh, I think I'm quite a versatile player that can play quite a few positions. Yeah, against Crawley, I sort of played as that sort of number eight. Role, but there's a, a few format, a few positions in the formations that we're going to play, which I think I can play in as well. So uh, every, everyone's been moving around a little bit and uh, seeing what everyone can do in each position. Um, so again, I've just got to try and impress and well show the strengths I can bring to the team, and then we'll see what happens. Oh, nice. What 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 are you what are your plans tonight? What is there? Did, did you have a did you have a barbecue last night? Is that right? Was it? Yeah, the barbecue last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I I ate a little bit too much. Got a little bit. <laughs> I felt a little bit heavy in training this morning. What I was going to say was everyone <laughs> I, eating. I, I, I knew I knew you were going to look at me after that. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, the barbecue was top. We had a yeah we had an afternoon off yesterday, so a few of the lads uh, played a bit of golf. Uh, a few of the lads went over to a village uh, just around the corner and stuff like that. So it was, it was a nice have a little bit of an afternoon off. But then, uh, yeah, everyone back in it, at it today. Everyone must have been, like, looking, eating a burger, like, looking around, like, if you want to go back up for seconds, like, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, at all bum, just eat what you I want, don't you? Oh, yeah, I definitely went up for seconds. Uh, <laughs> uh, and a lot of people did, I can't lie. Uh, no, it was, it was really nice food. Meeting in Germany, it was lovely. Uh, but yeah, we, it's safe to say we've all burnt it off now already. <laughs> Has um anyone got any like weird hobbies to pass the time, like, or while you're away? Is there anybody who does like something a bit a bit out there, like does like Steph Johansson do something like knitting or something? <laughs> I can see that. I can I can see that. Does Steph Johansson do some knitting? 
I can I can see that. <laughs> and if you do, I'd like a nice little cardigan, please, mate. <laughs> who, are you, who are you sharing with, George, room-wise? Sure, sure, I've got Sam Field. <laughs> I've took one for the team, really. <laughs> thanks, thanks, a thousand words, yeah? Do you do you pick the, the room, or is it chosen for you? Uh, well, I heard a rumour that he asked to be with me. So I didn't really get much saying it, else I wouldn't have been with him. <laughs> yeah. no, I get I get on well with Fieldy. We have a good laugh. But it's safe to say that we're getting a little bit sick of each other now and it's time <laughs> to go <come> home. <laughs> Gosh. It's, it started getting a little bit nasty. Uh, but again, it could have been worse. I could have been with Stefan. <laughs> I can just imagine him walking up and down, making sure everyone's gone to bed early. What, Steph? <laughs> <laughs> if he, oh, I wouldn't do anything he told me anyway. <laughs> if Steph's listening, he's not going to come on the pod now, is he? He's accused of knitting and making sure everyone's in bed. He's, he's, quite, he's quite comfortable at the minute. He's pretending to watch the TV and pretending he can't hear me, but I know he can. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, George, thank you very much for coming on. And, you know, we appreciate your time. You know, all the best uh, next season and no worries. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. Cheers. Uh, cheers, cheers, George. George Good luck, Saturday, mate. Thank you. Good luck, buddy. There he is, he's gone. That was that was that was harder than I'd imagined <laughs> in the camp. <laughs> With all the players there and and um I could hear them all in the uh, background and Steph coming. <laughs> it was a bit harder than normal, wasn't it? Um, yeah, Steph, Steph coming in the camera and Dickie and yeah, see him all having a laugh, but sort of it sort of threw us off a little bit. But you know, George <laughs> Thomas come come across as a bit of a you know cheeky chappy, so it was good. Yeah, well, it's just lad. good. It's good, good to see the like good banter between the players, isn't it? They seem to be like the squad seems to have gelled really well, and they seem to have that kind of camaraderie, don't they? So, I mean, if like that off the pitch, then again, be like that on the pitch, only works well for the future, doesn't it? Don't look that badly, does it? I guess it, I guess a pre-season camp isn't just about pre-season fitness, is it? Obviously, that's a big element of it. But the other part is that they're, you know, the jellying and they're getting on, and they know, you know, it's only the, there's only a few new players, isn't there? But I suppose some of the players have come back from one alone, haven't they? Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, so it's kind of good for that sort of stuff. So then, let's get stuck into some QPR chat. Um, Kit launch couldn't go. Look, looked like it was decent. What, what was it like, boys? To be honest, man, I don't want to rub your nose in it, but you know, I know you couldn't make it. But <laughs> it was great. It was, it was unbelievable. To be honest, it was very, very good. Um, you know, thankful to QPR for inviting us. So that was good, and it was great to network with with people from the club. But yeah, it was it was all around brilliant. You know. Sitting, having a chat with Les, talking to Bill, meeting the, the players that were there, and you know that the night was just was just good. You know, everyone everyone was happy. Everyone was just looking forward to the new season. For me, the kits, you know, I, the home kits growing on me a bit. Um, it's a bit retro. I didn't like it at first. I must be honest, but the away kit is spot on. Um, you know, that's the one I'd definitely be buying my little boys. So yeah, it's spot on. So. But other than that, it was, you know, Mick Beale come across, you know, really nice chap, you know, 
with a lot of plans going forward and and he, and he did seem like you know he really wants it so that's good to hear and les being les it was just you know good to speak to um yeah so all around for me it was a good night yeah i completely agree brad <laughs> literally like spot on the kit for me it's the way kit it's just a thing of beauty like did anyone else think with um I can't I'm not even gonna try and pronounce the team you just played midweek. But Ilias Chair looked like a prime Lionel Messi in that away kit with how he was like little dinks, just the way he was like bouncing the ball, all these little flicks. I like agree, brother. Um, he looks well up for it, doesn't he, Chair? Yeah. He looks like he's looks like he's come back fit and lean and he looks like a s like I don't know, he's he just looks like he's ready to go, which is really it's a shame Willock isn't fully fit and it isn't sort of at the same sort of level, because that could be lethal for us at the start of next season. To be honest, you know, it might be a bit of a mad shout, and uh, obviously I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but it almost looks like Bill's really taken to him, and he's having a lot of fun. You can see in pre-season, he, you know, he looks like he's having a great time, and it almost looks like we're going to build a team around him. You know, it's almost going to be like a Tarap back in the day. You know, it, that, that's the vibe I'm getting from social media and it just looks like he's having, he's just having, you know, a good time, you know. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be given the freedom. I feel like sometimes he's been a little bit restricted and kind of had to play in a way or a formation that might not have suited his style completely. And I feel like he might be able to do a bit more defensive work. I feel like he's going to get some more creative freedom and a bit more of a license to stay up and get attacking. He needs to step up a little bit, doesn't he? Not that he's not great because he is, but. You know, at times you go, you know, he's not always there, or you know, you see snippets of what you can do. But he definitely needs to step up. You think he's at the easy year now, isn't he? Really, for me, the final, you know, before we left, you know, so he needs to be getting double figures for goals and assists for me. Um, and certainly, if he's going to be a bit more of a vocal point in the team, he need that needs to come through in his in his stats and his numbers. Um, whether whether Willock enhances his game or not I don't know I don't, I'm not I'm, I don't, I'm still not quite sure because when they're together they seem like they've got this good relationship but also it feels like they're sort of in each other's position sometimes whereas when he's not there he, he, he kind of has anywhere on the pitch doesn't he and he's just floating around so it, it'll be interesting to see how that develops over the season but I don't know what you lads think but he, he does need to kick on doesn't he well he's, yeah he does yeah I do agree and you know um, but he did say in the kit reveal that you know, someone I think someone asked him about targets and things, and he definitely did say that he's already been set a target um, early on. He said that the gaffer's already set him a target, and he's looking to hit that and beyond. So I think he knows that this season is the season for him. If he wants to push further in his career, hopefully not, because I want him to stay at QBR. But, you know, for him, it, it, if, I think he knows this season. It's, you know what I mean? He's, he's got to do it. I love going back to the kits. I quite like the home kit. I like the white. I like because it's got more white on it. I don't know why. But I like that. I'm not sold on the away kit. Probably one of the only people that isn't. But I think it could be a grower. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm never a massive away kit fan anyway. Dunk, you love an away kit, don't you? I, I, I do like an away kit. Um, I, I agree, though. I think that with the home shirt, the white, I think they said that the white's a bit thicker. The hoops are actually a bit thicker. So it looks yeah. like it's a bit more white. I. It's just difficult because I've just brought the old um, 82 cut final shirt. So I was like, oh, the new kit looks pretty similar to that, just with the new sponsor on it. So 
I feel like I have to get the away kit just purely for that reason. I've got to go back to when we were talking about kits quickly when Tony Fernandez brought out that Air Asia catering kit, the green with yellow. Does anyone remember it? And remember, I don't know who reminds me. I've got it in wardrobe. Yeah, and that's why I want to bring it up because Duncan bought it. And I, for me, that was a terrible shirt. I think the worst, shirt, the worst shirt I bought was that orange kit. I don't know if it was in the same season, <laughs> it was the season before. Yeah, the- remember, having an orange, a little bit of a, a little bit of a tinge orange beard. Go, it doesn't go. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> it's not a little well, tinge of an orange beard, mate. It's yeah. nearly full on orange. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, um, also at the kit reveal, it was great to, to speak to the new sponsor, Roy. Um, very nice man. You know, in his interview, he, he was well-spoken and good, good that he's from the bush and he's a QPR fan. So, and he's, he's got... He looks like he's working on well with the community trust and, and things. So, yeah, you know, it looks like the club's definitely going forward and not backwards for me. So hopefully we can just get out that table and get promoted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got friendlies down. We just, I watched some of both games, didn't watch them all. I tried to watch as much as I could. Um, was a bit tense about recast, but actually, actually it was okay. It did quite well, I thought. Um, which was something, but um, but yeah, good performances. It looks like the formation is going to be slightly different um, with sort of a more four-three-three narrow 4-3-3 with with the wing with you know your fullbacks bombing on, um, and, and Johansson looks like he's playing in the in the anchor role, which is sort of further back in the field. Who looks like he's playing to the you know left or right? Um, I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it feels like the formation is going to be different next season. Very much so. Yeah, it's like, like it's like having the two number tens, isn't it? Like we've got, we're not. I don't think we're going to necessarily have like width up front. The, the width is going to come from the fullbacks. But then I'm hoping that will suit Chair and Willock when they're both fit and in the team. As long Roberts as they're not as well. tra- taking up the same pockets of space, that's the problem, isn't it? It's so, making sure that they're not getting in each other's way almost because we both know that like we know that like to come both of them from the left hand side more so than the right. And a couple of times yeah. last season, they were kind of both over there, and you're like, "Well, we've got nothing on the other side of the pitch. We can't, we can't like spread the play or anything." So it's just, I think, it's just getting used to the new formation, used to the new tactics. I feel like that Kenneth Powell, mate, at left back, looks absolutely like phenomenal at the minute. He's rapid, gets like looks like he's got a fairly good delivery. I'm, I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see him in the flesh. Yeah, his turning looked brilliant on the ball um, from what I saw. You know, chair looks good, mid looks good. Um, 
Yeah, so, you know, imagine Johansson scoring that free kick or Dazelle, Chair Dyke scoring him in the Championship. They'd be up for goals of the season. Got to say though, the keeping was not to a great standard for any of the goals. <laughs> I've got to say that. I mean, they're all good goals, obviously, but I didn't think the keeper did himself any favours. Um, but like I said, it's going to be weird, isn't it? Field's going to be further forwards. I would have thought. It seems like with with Johansson being the one further back, um, I'm not sure who's going to play on that right side of the of those three. I don't know whether a new sign in or you know Dazelle, Luke Amos. I'm not too sure. George Thomas. I don't know who's going to play on that that. That, that part um, but it feels like they'll be the ones that so I think the difference is is with Warburton you know when the fullbacks bond on right the covering players with the defenders so the centre-backs would cover the wing-back positions they'd move across yeah, yeah. And, and you'd have like Barbe filling in at left Dickie would fill in the hole in the right yeah we saw it so much with Dickie and actually you could suggest that was where he was at his worst when he was right out there too far right as he'd play like a right-back kind of thing whereas here you'll get the two Midfielders, a bit like Liverpool, moving across and, and the centre midfielders, I mean, and, and, and covering those holes. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if he's gonna if he's gonna play Dicky and Dunn, or uh, you know Dunn and Jake, or you know if, if he's already got that set. If he's gonna play Jake and it's gonna be Dicky and Dunn for that centre half position. I think Jimmy's got some work to do. If I'm honest, nothing against. Him. I think he's great, but um, I disagree. Feels feels to me like. Rob, Dickey and, and 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 Jake will be, will be the two centre backs for me. That's what it looks like. Could be wrong. I I disagree. To be honest, I think it's going to be Dunn and and uh, Jake with Dickey going to have to do a few things. I don't know that that might sound mad, but Dunn going off the back of last season was was superb. So I I, I can't see Bill looking at that thinking he's not going to get in the team. You know that that boy's got talent. He, he was captain the other day, wasn't he? Um, what? I think Dunn's definitely a starter, so it might be out of Jake and Dicky. But thing is, it's a difficult thing, isn't it? Because it's whether you want balance. Because obviously, Jake's left footed, isn't he? So he gives you that balance of having a left footed centre back. But obviously, Dicky on the ball, I would say is better than um, Jimmy Dunn. But as an out and out centre back, I would say from from for me, Jimmy Dunn is more of a centre back than say Dicky is. So it depends how, how that... Nick wants to play. It depends if he wants Dickie to be spraying passes out or if he wants an actual full-on defender in there. I suppose, again, I it could be against who whether... your position is. I just wonder whether Dickie's ability to be able to bring the ball out is going to see him overtake him, you know, done in a free. You could put him in there as the, the you know, the wall and the header, you know, somebody wins the headers and just lob, gets it out, clearance, you know, intercepts. I just wonder whether the fact that Dickie can bring the ball out and pass a ball, he can shoot. I don't know. I feel like that might take the edge. I don't know why we're calling him Jake as well. It's probably because we, we always get the wrong way around. Is it? Is it Clark Salter or Salter Clark? Always Clark Salter, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I need yeah. to remember that. But but is it? It's interesting as well. The second half of pre-season, last game, didn't. Listening to Mick's interview, he went and watching it. He went free at the back second half because obviously he said the players are used to that he wanted to see how they played in that you know that's all that's also good from mixed half because obviously he's taken them back a step and he wants to watch what they're like you know what they used to be like three at the back so it'd be interesting if he's going to go for that 
Yeah, I mean, like my biggest criticism last season was I was always saying the same thing that Warburton's too stubborn with the formation, and I, from that, I get the feeling that um, McBeal isn't going to be the same as that. I feel like he'll like change up the formation depending on who we're up against. So I feel like he knows the players are comfortable in a back five or like back three, and I feel like, but also he wants to play as as a black uh, back four. So I think there's, we've got that flexibility this time. And I feel like he is the manager that will change it up a bit when he needs to. Yeah. Well, I, also... I guess it's not about, for me anyway, not about being stubborn and sticking to your formation because I think there's a benefit to that. Is that I don't want to see a manager keep changing formation every other game. I don't think that would benefit the team or the squad. But what, it, what Bill needs to do, what, you, what are your first term names with him now, Brad? <laughs> Mick, Mick, Mick is it Big Mick is that what you call him um, um, we, <laughs> I think it's the ability to know when to change in game know, know that something's not going right and you know that you need to change it I feel like that's um, that's the bit that Warburton just never got was it was the you know, it, it was obvious to everyone on the pitch that it just wasn't working but he stuck with the formation just changed the personnel but well, you've got you've also got to remember though you know as I keep forgetting it as well. And Mix net or Bill, uh, whatever we want to call him, but Mix never <laughs> been a gaffer in the championship yet. I think people are forgetting this. You know, he, he's obviously come from a very good background and you know, Villa, Prem, etc. But he's never actually been a manager at a championship level. So for me, I think he's going to change it up a bit. He's not good. You know, he's still adapting to the championship. I know he watches it and he says it's a tough league, and like everyone does, like we all do. But he. As for my, for me, thinking about, it, he's, he's also going to he's going to change things around, isn't he? He's not going to unless he sticks to that. But what first game of the season when we got Blackburn, he might think, "Geez, you know, this is not working out. I've got to change this for Borough. You know, do it early on. You know, he's still learning the championship himself. So I, I don't think he's gonna he's he's gonna stick to a formation. When we spoke of him at the kit launch, we did say formation, and he did say to us that there's a lot. You know, there's there's many yeah. different formations. That's, he did say that. To he's us. flexible, isn't he? Yeah, flexible. Like, so he, he also said he wanted to make uh, Loftus Road a, a fortress, and obviously playing at home, you can play a certain way, and then when you need to play, when you play away, you can play a different way. So whether that's where the formation changes could happen, because I feel like he, he's going to want us to be on the front foot, especially at home, and I feel like we're going to be. I feel like we could see quite a lot of high-scoring games this, this season. Whether or not we're winning them, I don't know. But I feel like we could potentially see us going for it a lot more than we have done previously. Let's go on about God's signings. So we've made three. I'm honest. I thought we'd have made we would have made more by now. Um, I think we will make more, but I would have thought we'd be in a position where it's quite, it'll soon be here, wouldn't it? What are we talking? Two weeks? Two weeks tomorrow? I don't think I'm not stressed enough. We need a right back. <laughs> um, you know what? George was saying there, Aaron's been playing really well in pre-season and, and that's great to hear, but we we need a fullback. And and uh, uh, one point I want to bring up about this fullback is, were, was we wrong, right? I know he was injury prone, etc. but was we wrong to let Moses go? Because Moses, for me now, would fit in that team, no? Did we let him go? Did he want to go? Did he reject our, our offer because he got a better offer? Warbs went. Warbs was his mate, when he? So, yeah. you know, they were, you know, he brought him in, I mean, you know, so he, he may have had loyalty to him, maybe. We didn't, he, he's, I don't know how much money they're being offered in Greece, um, him and Gray, but possibly we couldn't match it. 
I'm not too bothered about mazes, but you know, if we start the season as we are now, then yeah, it would look like a terrible decision, won't it? But I, I've got this thing that we're holding out for this. It's, I don't think we, we, we've got a right back in mind, or at least two that we want to bring in, and we're just waiting. One of them is obviously this Millwall fella, isn't it? Which I, I think he's using us to get a new contract. I guarantee you, in the next two weeks, he'll sign a new contract, or you know, it has that feel to it, doesn't it? I mean, but. We must be. We must know something to be offering to be bidding for him, especially such a bid so little. Which, which, because Mill fans are absolutely raving about him. Mm. He, do, he he does look good. He, but yeah, like you said, his, his contract's up. So whether like he's playing the game or, you know, personal view, I'd rather go come to QPR than be at Mill. Better fans. Um, It'd be lovely if he did sign. Though. Imagine all the the, the, the Mill are going to have a meltdown, aren't they? I'm going to love it as well. But yeah, I'm excited to see this pal. You know, he looks good, so looking forward to see him. Yeah. But it, it, it comes to the back. Look, even if we do go for this McNamara, or I can't pronounce it, but this, this geezer at Millwall, even if we do go for him, we need another. We need a backup. We, you know, two, yeah, one's thing not is, enough. You, you don't necessarily buy two right backs in your first window, do you? He's, he needs, like, he's going to prioritise. Five or six signings all over the, all over the, the pitch, isn't it? But we so, get a youngster in, mate, who can play right or left back. I mean, that that, that yeah. to me sounds like the obvious. You know, bring someone in who can play like, either. If, if you're a gaffer, you're not going to spend the majority of your budget on two right backs. No. Well, and then this leads me on to the next to the next point. Though, really, I all due respect to Dykes. You know, I, I like Dykes, and but Dykes and Bond next season. Strikers for me, we need another striker big time. We need another striker that right back in the striker is the two that we need. I think it's the big one, mate. I think that's, I think I think this is the one we're holding the budget back for, possibly think, a striker. And I mean, wages why, yeah. I think we're just holding that because you think all the loans that we could bring in, no one is loaning anyone out at the moment because they're all on their tours and. You know, yeah. so the loans aren't really happening. You'll get the odd one happening here and there, but not not the big ones anyway. You know, you've got um, you've got we've, there's no money, so we can't buy anybody. So there's no one of eight. It's not like we can go and buy someone for two or three million because we don't have that. I think it seems like we don't have that no. amount of money. And um, but are we? Are you know? Obviously, we've we've got no players going out at the moment. No players are going. You know, and I know I they will. I think they will, Brad. I think we'll, we'll, we'll see. I know I'm going to watch them and then it'll yeah. be after this. I get that. I understand that. But whether we are going to go down this, because obviously everyone's a bit gutted at most QPR fans that Armstrong didn't travel with the squad to Germany. I, I'm reading that he had a knock. Um, yeah, it was, it was a fitness issue, wasn't it? You know, and Bill speaks very highly of him. Um, so maybe we are going to go down the route of giving Armstrong a, a good go, you know, and putting him on the bench at least and be careful because he isn't he, he, you know yeah, but, yeah we, we said last season about giving these young players a go you know on the, on the last point we said put them on the bench bring them on you know he could do wonders and I, he's not championship level I know the championship is tough and I know he's Warburton probably did it for a reason because he's not ready but listening to Bill and listening to Les that they speak very highly of, of Armstrong so I mean he's ready though and, and you've got players there so if you're Backbone or whoever the backup striker will be, whether it's Linden or someone we bring in, and they're you know, and it's one near when they're bringing on a 19 year old, and you're sat there, it's it, 
there's a bigger picture, isn't there, than just, and which is what Warburton struggled to do, I think, as well, at times, was to understand when to give the Oxters a go. Uh, there is a time, I, I get it, but... It's obviously irrelevant, because you can go back to Rooney when they brought him on at 16 in the Premier League. Someone give him a chance. And you've got to have, the manager's got to have the kahunas to do that, hasn't he? And, 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 and the, the player's got to have the kahunas to take his chance as well, though. You know, yeah. And it, we, we've not seen enough of him. I've hardly seen him. I'm, I'm pretty sure no other fan has really seen a lot of him to say he's going to be the next big thing. And we would like to see him. And I, I'd like to see him. But I just think that, you know, from a, from a club perspective, we spent two million on Bond and, and, and Dyke. It's four million, probably. You know, joint. We're gonna have. You know, you've got to play them, haven't you? Really, or at least give them a go, or sell them. But the Bond doesn't even look too bad in pre-season, to be honest. You know, Bond, Bond looks up for it, and oh, but I just don't know. Whether... I've always said there's something about him. He's got it there. He's got it. He's in the bright positions. He's physically got it, um, and he's good in the air. It's just he's got that kind of Washington vibe about him, where he, you know, where he just seems to miss a lot of chances, doesn't he? Uh... It's almost like, like he's too good for League One on one level, but can't make a step up to the Championship. Yeah, I mean, like he did all right for Charlton, didn't he? I don't know. I don't. It's one of them. I don't mind Dykes and Bond if I'm honest, as long as we bring someone else in, like really decent, and and, and they can, you know, and then you you have your Armstrong and Sinclair as your fourth choice, as well as your Willicks and your Chairs who can play up there. Your Roberts, Tyler so, Roberts can play up there. What, what about, what about um, Charlie Coleman? He needs another loan mate for me. He needs another loan. He needs a consistent uh, personally. I don't know, but he's, uh, Mick, Mick Bill might see something in him. Which uh, a lot of players there though, you know, Kelman, Owens, Masterson. There's four players there, you know. Gibbons. Obviously, we can't see behind the scenes. No one can, only other than training the pre-season. So we don't know what Bill's going to pick. So, yeah, uh, I'd imagine the majority of them will stay. Like until, because a, a you've got five subs now, right? So we need a bigger bench, right? So that so there's got to be people to fill that bench, and these young some of these young players will be will be there, won't they? Um, we will load out some lone players. Like I don't know what's happened to Patash. Where is 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 that wasn't involved? I feel like Charlie Owens needs a loan because just to get fit. But um, you might see him on the bench all season. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I. I, I I think that after this tour, I think is when we'll start seeing some movement in out, and probably yeah. in as well. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing is I think like um, I did Mick say in his interview the other day that like he's had a few Zoom calls with players and like trying to get people over the line. It's just not happened for whatever reason. So I feel like, like you said, like most preseason tours will be coming to an end in the next what week, week and a half. And I think that's when the loan market's going to go boom because clubs will be like, yeah, we don't need you. We want you to go out on loan this year. And I think that's when there's going to be a lot of activity. Everyone's fishing in the same pond, aren't they? There's no money yeah. in the championship. Everybody's, are, every, everybody's after the same players. And there's still clubs that haven't signed anyone yet. I saw yet earlier that Blackpool and Blackburn haven't signed anyone. That they've so Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's also almost interesting if we're going to, Obviously, going on the back end of last season, goalkeepers, um, Senny obviously hopefully doesn't get injured again, but he's been injured now and it's quite a serious injury. So, you know, he's he look he says he's fit and he's he's ready to go. But if he did get a knock, oh, we didn't we don't want that to happen. But we've got no well, Archer will be our second choice. 
So do you not think we need to be going for a keeper as well on loan? I don't know, no disrespect to Archer, but from what I've seen of him and things, I just don't know whether for promotion... Yeah, it goes back to budget, doesn't it? You're going to waste your budget on another keeper. I don't well, know, Archer seems fine to me, but... And the thing is, like that Mahoney had a few games, so he's got some experience. Like... It was like it was freak to have to use five goalies last season, wasn't it? Like how how many seasons we could go back in the records, and how many times have we used five goalies in a season? I bet it's probably happened once before, if that. So, you can't imagine that the same thing is going to happen over again. Yeah. And like Ben said, why waste the budget on a goalie when we don't necessarily need one? Like for me, I thought Joe Walsh has been doing quite well in the preseason games. Not had a lot to do. But no, I, I suppose he seems fit, to, seems sharp. It goes back to, you know, going back to what I said, giving youngsters a chance and things. I get that. And, but for me, a goalkeeper is a very important position, you know. And if we're going to be pushing forward to get promoted, we need that, you know, maybe not a, a marshal as such, but someone to back it up. But hopefully, Senny's sweet for the whole season. The but problem is, like, Senny's one of the best goalies in this league. So it's yeah. hard to find, it's hard to find someone who's going to sit and be back up. If he doesn't get injured, because if he plays every single game this season, we've spent money on a, on a fairly decent goalie to just sit on the bench. It's all if, buts, and maybes, isn't it? That's the problem. I suppose, yeah. Who do you think, Steph Johansson, captain again? Any thoughts? A uh, big season for him, I think, personally. I think um, a lot of the fan base was disappointed with him last year. I don't think he influenced games as much as he had when he was on loan. So I feel like he's almost got to take the ball by the horns this year. And there's less senior figures. Like we've lost Austin, like Barbe's gone, Wallace has gone. So it's down to what, what him and Unks. Like oh, the only very two, young team, isn't it? Yeah, the only two real like senior figures. So I feel like it's a big season for both of them on and off the pitch. Um, I'm a, I suppose Johansson, you know, it, even speaking to Thomas on this episode and speaking to other players, he definitely has that massive impact on, on the squad. You know, not, not as such they're scared of him, but he, he's definitely vocal, you know, and he's definitely, you know, rooting into him. And Bill's obviously seen that early on, so that's why he's stuck with him as captain again. So for I, I think Johansson, Johansson's a good, good idea for captain, but for me, maybe done. <laughs> I would have gone done. I just, I just think done. I don't know, yeah. like, but I could be wrong, but I'm happy with Johansson, yeah. Sorry. He, um, he, he's off the pitch, isn't he, Johansson? Like, you can tell even when we just spoke to George there, he's there just having a laugh. Like, he must he must be a presence as well. Norway captain, Premier League, you know, Scottish, you know, done well with Celtic. And that. He must have that presence and aura around him that gets some respect so you know, we, we mustn't, we, we obviously don't see what everyone, you know, what they see in, in the camp. Um, it's just his on. It's just his performances on the pitch haven't been good enough. I'm sure he, he would say that, which he did, didn't he, in his um, yeah. in his website interview. Um, he really stepped up this year, and hopefully, a good pre-season, new manager, new approach. He, we might see the best of Stafford still because there's still a good player in there, isn't there? Yeah, of course. But it's almost it goes back to can he stay fit? Keeping him fit is, is the biggest biggest aim yeah. this season, I suppose. And, like he had a knock all season, didn't he? He was running with a knock. I don't know if, he, if that's just how he runs now, but he felt like he was sort of looked like he was injured. Well, I'm not surprised yeah. how, how hard he goes flying into tackles. <laughs> just love him to shoot more. 
Right, oh, you, it's, you, you it's always nice say that, don't you? It's nice to see that he scored a free kick on it, so there's no Barbe now. <laughs> Hopefully, we might actually score a free kick in the league. I suppose that's another one that, you know, Barbe's gone and it's one of them things, are we going to miss him? And he don't know what you, it's gone till it's gone, but, you know, he's yeah. he done well for the club, so, yeah, that's done and dusted, isn't it? But, yeah. I think the thing is, like, we've replaced him, haven't we, pretty much like for like with mm. um, Clark Salter, like, Left side of centre back, both fairly similar players, just younger, isn't he? Just hoping he's as consistent as Barbate. That was unbelievable. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, but I say that you're all right, Ben. I do say that Johansson just needs to shoot it the ball. But if he's if he's playing a bit behind, a bit more back, then Fields or Dazel, anyone like that who's, who's pushing forward as a box to box midfielder, just hit the ball. You know, and that, that's what I think most fans will want to see. Just it's hit the ball. It's either going to go wide or it's going to go in or it's, it could hit someone and go in. So just, just hit it. I know Chair looks like he's going to do that this season. Dyke's looking with that finish, looking a bit more comfortable. So I'm hoping that I'm just hoping that they all just hit the ball. <laughs> I think it almost goes back to a bit to Warps, I don't know, because he was the statistic man, yeah, like the analyst man, and the highest percentage of scoring a goal was in the six yard box. So that's this. He, he taking a shot from 30 yards. The, the numbers don't back it up. I feel like he kind of drilled that into the players to not shoot from distance. So maybe with a bit more freedom, a bit more... I feel like I feel like the style of play is going to be completely different to what we've been watching the last couple of seasons. Whether that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. But obviously, yeah, I, I do agree with you, but it's almost it's all up in the air at the minute, isn't it? You know, it's only pre-season. And, but no one really knows, you know. Like, only can, what you can see on on social media and what you're watching on pre-season. So it's all up in the air, you know. We, we'll know off the first three or four games of the season where roughly how it's going to go. But we probably thought that last season when we were doing so well and it just went so backwards. But injuries was a lot to play in that. So let's hope there's no injuries this season. All right, lads. Let's, we're going to end on a little quiz, mate, because, you know, why not? Um I want to see how it works for next season. So anyone listening, this could go completely wrong. Um, <laughs> so bear with us. Um, In all honesty, gonna... I, I forgot we were doing the quiz. So I've now just panicked. So basically, right, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a, a team. You say you've got five questions. I'm going to give you five questions, five chances to answer, right? Three questions, three overall questions. And if you get the player within the five questions, if you get this, so let me explain that better. I'm going to ask. You, I'm going to give you five clues of the player. If you, the heart, they get easier as they go on. The sooner you answer it, the more points you get. Yeah. If you answer it on the first clue, you get five points. There'll be five clues. Yeah. Are we taking it in turns, or is it against each other? Like we just jump in if we think we know the answer. Do good question. Let's just do it, and then you can jump in. Right. Just, okay. just for yeah. Right then. So here comes some magic. If we get it wrong, are we out? I'll do, I'll do an easy one to start off with, yeah? Okay. If, we get, it wrong, if we get it wrong, though, are we out? Or we just guess after the next just, clue? Just, just guess, but don't... Right. You know, well, okay. Right then, so this player, right, he started his career... At, he played for QPR, by the way, right? Right, okay. He started his career at Manchester City. Okay, that's first clue number one. Anyone got it? Anyone want to have a guess? A <laughs> couple of seconds? No? Okay. No. Are they current players now, or are they just ex-players as well? In the last 10 years. Last 10 last years, 10 years yeah. right, okay. Okay. Second question. He played for 
Newcastle. Jerry Barton. Next. Ah. Yes. There you go. So Douglas yes. get four points, yeah? Come on. Because he got that before. That was an easy one, all right? All right, then. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Right. He started his career. This is a hard one, this one. At Newport <sighs> County. Okay. Yeah, his next club was Peterborough. George okay. Thomas. Thomas, no. No clue? Yeah, no, okay. next clue. Washington. Connor Washington. Yes. Oh. Get in, Brad. There you go. Good job, mate. Four points for Brad. Here we go. Here's another one. Okay. He started his career at Blackburn. Playing 81 games for Blackburn. Blackburn. He's played... 47 times for Canada. Canadian. Uh, Junior Hoyler. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Brad's on eight points. Mate. Um, but but you've bet you've given him the answers, haven't you? Mate, I definitely haven't. I want Brad to lose. <laughs> um, right, let's have a look at this one then. Here we go. Here we go. Started his career at Bodo. Oh, Steph. Udo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what a shit. Come on. Right. Here we go. It's 8 9. It's 8 9. Okay. Winner takes all. I'll get an odd one. Okay. Here we go. Right. He started his career at Brighton and Hove Albion in 2005 to 2009. Brighton. Bobby Zamora. No. Uh, Brighton. He went on loan to Forest and then he went to Huddersfield in 2012. We, we signed him from Huddersfield. Oh. Who did we sign from Huddersfield? Smithies. Uh, no. no, it's not Smithies. Uh, it's, um, I know it is. Any guesses? No. Who did we sign from Huddersfield? Okay. Um, He's had one. I think I've got. I think I've got it. Go on. <laughs> Hopefully, this is going to be a bad. Lynch. Joe Lynch. Joe Lynch. Oh, mate. He's sat Googling. No, I'm not. Joe Lynch. Well in, Brad. There it's you go. Brad oh. There you go. Anyway, we'll end on that, lads. Um, Brilliant. Marshall yeah. for coming on. Um, end on defeat. <laughs> end on defeat, yeah. Um, you lost to Bradley, mate. Um, anyway, um, we'll get together a bit before the season. Just, Hopefully, um, some stuff to chat about, friendlies. Just before I rack it up, I want to, um, you know, give a shout out to Tilly Prince. Um, you know, giving us the giveaways this week that we give out and she does some brilliant stuff. So, all keep our fans go over there and have a look and make sure you get involved. And obviously congratulate Chris Martley on, on the winner. And for the for the new season, obviously the we're gonna be pushing new things, giveaways. So make sure you hit that listen and subscribe and there's there's things coming this season. 
Thanks for listening. We're on YouTube now as well, so if you fancy giving us a watch, I wouldn't, but if you do fancy it... You'll see Brad, pick, you'll see Brad picking his nose on tonight's episode. Mm. <laughs> see his new hairdo. All right, lads, see you there. Right, see you later, right, lads. Yours. Starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoylet's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo Zamora! Unbelievable! From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has surely scored another playoff winner. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.